welcome to Topside Talks. I'm Suzanne and I'm here with my sister Jackie. Hello. This is about the treatment. So this talk is all about how a treatment can change everything. Not really knowing what is happening, how to hunt for help and embracing the crazy. On which note, if you hear any very strange noises during this podcast, we've got a little four-legged Furby with us. So what are we covering in this episode? Well, again, it's our first experience of going through, in our particular case, a cancer treatment. So um, how we managed and coped with that. I remember watching Dad and how he really was struggling to come to terms with what was going on in his body um, and what that would look like and the treatment and then the people we met you know the people that were helpful the people that were maybe not so helpful some of the patients some of the other patients that we met in that experience and dad starting to to be really honest with you starting to fall apart yeah yeah that's the bit i got was was my father my strong independent Um, put food on the table father breadwinner falling apart with a diagnosis of cancer and what that meant for him mentally because it led back to a lot of childhood memories that were not good for him manifesting Um, and I actually think the patients the patients that were going through the similar thing to him in the unit where he had his treatment and some of them were very young were actually the most galvanizing for him they brought him back to reality a bit yeah, definitely. I remember one particular man, so he must have been at least 20 years younger than Dad, and he was going through exactly the same treatment. Very often, in my experience, the younger the patient, the more aggressive some tr- treatments and diagnoses can be. But they were going and, and sharing their same experiences and their reactions to drugs, I remember specifically how dad reacted quite strongly to some of the steroids and some of the medication that he was on and that caused a lot of complications in his home life yeah so drugs we've noticed can be mind altering to a fault um and the person that we knew as our father changed because of his diagnosis but also was chemically altered because of the drugs he was taking and that caused a hell of a lot of problems um, in the, the mum-dad relationship dynamic and her able to support him and us for a while just not realising what was going on. We didn't have a clue. We didn't... It was our first experience and it was not only our first experience as the daughters but it was dad's first experience, mum's first experience. So there were so many things that we didn't have in place that we have since learned to help them and to help us. But their relationship in particular is what I remember the most going through the treatment and how Dad was really struggling. It was all about him. And he would literally scream at Mum. And Mum was, in her own way, falling apart. And I don't remember Mum... Because she was from an era where, you know, you looked after yourself. You were the one that got you through everything you didn't go out for help i also equally don't remember a lot of support back then for mum no 
No, I agree. And whilst it is the patient that is sick, it is the patient having the treatment, it is the patient that is having their mind altered by all these chemicals, the family can severely get forgotten. Um, if it's a husband and wife scenario, the wife can get forgotten. And no, they're not sick, but they suffer as much because they are going through it with the patient. Um, and when you don't know what's going on, um, you're frightened to help for, ask for help sometimes because you don't know it's you really don't know it's there it's not like they lay it out on a plate for you you can have x y and z you have to go hunting and it is most definitely there but you have to go find it so what i remember is i got my support from my husband at the time i would go back to him i would relay what was going on so i had a level of support there for me I don't know what you did. What did you do? I went back to two screaming kids and a, an adorable husband. I Yeah, I got my support from my family. Um, and I think as a family, we were really lucky because we did all pull together. But I had two very young children when Dad was sick. And it, it was one of the toughest times for me. Um, and my husband was Dad's best friend. So we had a, a lot of other things going on. But I do remember the support thing is critical. It is critical, but I also remember there's two other major things in this, and that was Dad's reaction to the diagnosis, the treatment and the drugs, and also Mum's reaction. So Mum, um, just talking about Mum for a moment, she she literally got to a point where she, she wanted to leave. She couldn't handle what was going on. She was extremely stressed. At the end of her nerves... She didn't know where to go. She didn't have anything other than us. And I was only in my early 20s back then to support her. So she was really, really struggling. And Dad did some wild, wild, wacky things. So in the end, where did we go for help? We, with Dad, we had to get the mental health people involved. Um, so that was through our GP. That was a, a diagnosis to the hos, uh, to the hospital. The the memory people they all they all got involved. So we had to reach out to our GP first. I also remember him getting a lot of support from the patients within the unit, yeah. other people that were going through the same experience. And looking back on it now, I would say to anybody because it's tough asking for help sometimes. You don't want to. You don't want to burden people. You don't want to be a pain. But any help. Uh, that is offered take it mm. take it that's what it's there for to support you it's not a burden and that isn't support just for the patient obviously the patient's getting their treatment the patient can talk to other patients in the unit i don't know if things have changed more recently with the restrictions um in the hospitals but we were really lucky we were able to go to the treatments with dad and sit and and have that and we saw him interact but again, if there's any support offered to the spouses, to the wider family, take it. Absolutely. The other thing that really got us through, and we talk about it in a, another podcast, is humour. There were many times, especially one particular occasion, I remember both of us, we were, Dad had got accused of being a thief, basically. He'd gone shopping, he'd got accused of shoplifting, and which was wild and wacky because you know that really wasn't in his nature but the medication that he was on did some made him do some crazy things and it wasn't until later on that we found out from other patients that they were experiencing the same symptoms and we had not been warned of this so i can't stress enough 
how much we will always talk a little bit about the emotional impact that these situations will have on you because there is so little emphasis in my personal view on how much it affects you emotionally and for dad it was huge it was a massive part of his process and he literally but humor really got us through because we sat at that window do you remember waiting for the police to come back and um not knowing if dad was going to turn up first or the police were going to turn up first and we looked at each other and we said one day one day we will laugh at this and we absolutely do laugh at it quite often because we we learned so much through that process but there is a financial impact. There is an emotional impact. And I hope through these podcasts, at some point, we'll get to share the prawn story with you. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of financial support out there. So Jackie's just mentioned, you know, the financial impact. Oh, my God. It's so expensive being ill. You know, the car park alone costs a fortune. And then you have time off work if you're still a uh, working age. And then you still have your children and then all the traveling about cost petrol. It's very expensive being ill. And there is a lot of support, particularly from groups that you can go to like the Macmillans. Most people in the country or wherever you're listening from have heard of Macmillans. Um, you can get a lot of support by talking to them. And at, during another podcast, I think we'll probably have a number that we can give you as well, like the national site. So that is the practical support, but also through Macmillan's and a lot of other charities. There are nice people that donate money to these charities to help people that were in our situation that are financially more financially struggling than we did. Mm-hmm. And they are just donations that they will give you to help you with travelling, to help you with putting food on the table when your main breadwinner goes down and all those sorts of things. So, yeah, it's, you know, ask. We will help you as much as we can, sharing our experiences and um, pointing you in the direction of the sport that is available. I'm also really aware that we're two sisters and we had each other and our mum was alive at the time. A lot of people out there don't have anybody. They don't have anyone that they can lean on. They don't have anybody that they can ask for financial or emotional support from. And it's really challenging. So they're relying on maybe the hospital systems to provide transport. Now, back then, that was available. Even that's becoming more restrictive. So very firmly, it's a don't ask, don't get. But also, it's a don't know, don't know where to ask. So again, it comes back to the minefield. And um, lean on us, lean on our experiences, let us help you. So obviously, if um, there is something we've mentioned in this podcast that we haven't actually put in the editing, so contact numbers for one, please reach out to our website, jt-accounts.co.uk and contact us. Wherever you are listening from, this podcast should have contact details attached to it. Please get in touch. We want to help. So the question we asked is, if you could say something to or ask death anything, what would it be? And I've got, tell me the infinite truth. Besides you, what pattern remains through all time? That's a good one, isn't it? That is a concept to explore because that is a constant, that is a certainty, that is a, oh, this one's good. What the hell did my father do to you? Oh, oh. Yeah, 
sometimes we really do see death as the evil one, mm-hmm. but and and others, as we've just said, see them as like you know, come on, I want to get on with this, and we don't really know, do we? We don't. Really know.